Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, today we have the conclusion of our second Wander Home series. It has been a delight listening to Adira and the rest of the crew just explore this delightful setting, these lovely kooky characters, and I cannot wait for you to hear what happens. So let's just uh, head to the show, shall we? up first uh grimble does where do you go uh, wh- what is it that we've we've seen again some some sounds uh coming off or heard we've heard some sounds coming from uh off off in the distance yeah yeah the the, the bustling chaos of the carnival is yes. swelling you hear some moving chairs some dancing ringing bells from games sizzling oil from food and and whispered prayers of remembrance Oh, it, it, it sounds like something is happening. Oh, like an event now. We should keep exploring, though. We I feel, I feel quite energized now from the sugar and the nap and all that. Um, let's, let's, let us go check it out. Yeah, let's keep going. I think Tenth is going to look in the hole that Nisha made and be like, I'm leaving now. Nisha's <laughs> <laughs> head pops out. She's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> She's now covered in dirt and a bit of the chalk, so she kind of has similar markings to what she normally has, but it's all just like a little off. Because <laughs> she's normally brown and white anyway. I look at Nisha and I say, I can help clean you up if you want, now that I know how to use my dog. Ooh, yeah. Well, you can help me with my wing. And she just kind of puts out. And I wing. sort of groom, groom, <laughs> lick your wing. <laughs> she's just shaking nah, off the rest nah. of it. <laughs> Dirt and shock don't taste as good. <laughs> Bubble shakes her head. No, yeah, that's why I didn't volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> so, if Grimble's the first one setting out, where do you head? Where do, where do you where do you lead everybody? I head towards the uh, swell of sound and the noise of like chairs being dragged around and prayers of remembrance being whispered. I think that's that's uh, very interesting. So as, you, as you're heading towards the other end of the carnival, see some people moving some chairs around and they seem to be getting ready for some sort of event. Scattered around the floor are a number of glowing and glinting masks shining in the moon and starlight. There are a number of crocodiles around here, all wearing fabulous gilded masks, and a number of carnival patrons who are wearing masks themselves as well. And they're setting up the chairs in a a weird, specific sort of order, like they seem to be going to be ready to dance between and around the chairs. What do you do? Um, if I find someone that, that looks like they're from around here, I'll ask them if they can explain what's happening. Oh, we're about to do the Death Scarade. What is the Death Scarade? Have you heard of a masquerade? Yes. Have you heard of the word scare? Yes. Have you heard of the word death? I've heard of all of these words, but never well, in that order. Well, you put them order. all together. Mm, death, death Scarade. Yes. Uh. So it's a it's a little bit of a, a spooky party mm-hmm. that we have with with our with our fun ghost friends. Yeah, it it, it should be a, a rollicking good time. 
Well, um, how how does one participate? Well, um, masks are encouraged, mm-hmm. but not required. Mm-hmm. And if possible, you should whisper to some people some things that terrify you. You know, if 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 you're into it. It's, oh, of course, just fine to just come and dance. No masks, no fear. But uh, I see. The fear is fun. Fear is fun. You ever been on a roller coaster? No, I can't say I have. I've been in a bath. They're these large wooden contraptions, mm-hmm. and you slide down them. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an icy slide. You know, have you ever slid down a mountain of ice? No, I can't say I have either. Oh, that's also very fun and scary. But a roller coaster is like a, like a ice slide, but out in the open. The wood is all shaky, and you're on little wheels. It's fun. Um, you should, you should give it a try. Uh, you go ah, and you spin around. Interesting. Uh, I will give that a try, but um, for now, I need to. We need to find a mask and something that we're afraid of. When does it begin? Hmm. It might have already. Hmm. It's a little informal. Oh, I see. As such, formal dress is not required. <laughs> well, I, I would love to participate in this. Um, uh, uh, how, uh, well, um, oh, ah, yes, mask. Yes. Uh, Grimble will look around for someone that, that seems to have masks and will insist that they take two tickets for a very nice mask. Nice. Tell us all about the mask. As Grimble is a rook, uh, I think it's, it's like a, a very much a, a plague doctor kind of mask. So it's, it's meant to go on over a beak. But instead of this, like, being very somber, it, it still has kind of a, a gloomy aesthetic to it. But it's, it's like a bright purple shot through with lines of gold and, and uh, that, that come to like a like a, almost a, the, the shape of a, a dawning sun. So like we're on a human, the ears on up is like the, the corona of a sun rising up over the horizon. Uh, but it's, it's purple and dark. So, the rest of you followed along, yes? Yep. Do you pick up masks? Yeah. I think uh, Nisha picks one up as well. I think she she's, like, trying on a bunch of different masks that don't fit her at all, like, or probably for some mammals. So she's got first trying to, like, fit something that might fit a bear a little more easily. And she's like, ah, no, that doesn't work. And then just, there's, like, a slight montage of, trying on outfits where she like puts it in front and you know, not yeah. and tinsel and grimble are like Mm-mm. <laughs> like shaking their head <laughs> and then she uh she finds one that kind of looks like like uh if you've seen like those masks that they put on falcons where they like cover their face a little bit and then they take them off oh those like hoods yeah yeah so yeah. she finds one that's kind of like that but is kind of a little on the plainer side. And she's like, oh, this fits perfectly, but I think it needs a little bit of a spruce. Uh, and then she looks at the person. Uh, Do you have <laughs> things I can decorate this mask with? Do you have anything oh. like that? Why, of course. And the crocodile behind the at the mask booth pulls out a little like tub filled with buttons and sequins and and little shiny things it glints brightly in front of you Ooh, yes she's like perfect and she's just like 
starting to dig into it and like things are flying all over the place. She's like, they said it started already, so we need to be fashionably late. And so she's just like putting on a bunch of sequins and attaching like things with string and comes up and there's string coming off of it on the part that's around her beak, almost like fringe a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like kind of like a like a veil too. And then there's just sequins all around the edges that are sparkling in the light. And a few of them are a different color. So it kind of catches in a different light as it goes around. She's like putting it up against her firefly. I can make sure it matches both of us. Yeah, this will do. (laughs) Your firefly definitely also has a little mask too. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Narangi will also get a mask and will take out a little bauble from their purse to pay for it, seeing Grimble's mm-hmm. paying with tickets. It's like, oh, we have to pay. And we'll pull like this big gaudy bauble out of it and pay. The uh, masked crocodile goes, do you want me to put this on your mask? Or should I, is this for uh, me? I, I get to keep this? This, this, yes. Wow. Yes. You are a kind soul. Thank you. And I pick the, like, sort of more like an eye mask. So um, my whiskers can kind of stick out. So it's like bridge, you know, like an eye mask. But it's basically looks exactly (laughs) like my fur coloring. So it looks like I've got nothing on. Nude mask. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nude, nude mask, but maybe sort of like, and it somehow oddly matches perfectly with my skin. It's like just one of those like uncanny valley (laughs) Uh, sort of is it masks? one of those things like a magic eye where like if you look f- long enough you can kind of maybe see a mask or like can you not see it at all yeah except it's got like these kind of like fluffs oh. so it kind of like not only does it it makes me look like I've got a mohawk now in the oh. <laughs> fabulous that's that's very kind of like um, I think it's made out of like feathers or something very soft and so it looks like fur and it's just kind of gently blowing in the wind <laughs> Nice, nice. I think seeing everyone else pay for the mask, Misha is like, oh, I should probably offer something. Uh, So she kind of is fiddling with all her things and pulls out her book of small rituals and starts flipping through it. Mm -hmm. And is like, ah, okay, this one. I think this one will be great for you. Looks around and finds, do you have something to write with? And also something to write on. She's asking the mask seller. I've got blank masks and oil pens. Perfect. Okay. I don't have anything physical to give you, but I've got this ritual for illuminating objects. So let me write that down. And she's puts down like a recitation onto the mask and then like a little like ingredient list. Oh, one of these things you need from a firefly, but it's a little hard to get here. And then she like goes over to her, like waves her firefly over and like somehow catches some of the light and mm-hmm. and hands that over to the crocodile, like puts it into like a little bottle, empty bottle. Mm-hmm. And she's like, here you go. That's the toughest ingredient to get. The rest of it is just feathers and things, which it seems like you have. Wow. Thank you. Now I can make glowing masks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You you all are so enterprising. This is fabulous. I love the Death Scarade. 
I'm very curious to see what happens when it begins. Or I guess once we take part in it, remember everyone, yeah, it's, it's customary to whisper your fears to someone. The fear is a part of it. And I just, to nobody in particular, start whispering, I am scared of... And that's just like, just like there's nothing kind of thinking just like you know like how when a computer is running and then suddenly it gets stuck and it's like thinking 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 and you're wondering whether it's frozen or whether it's just processing that's mm-hmm. that's what's going on we refresh narangi or do we do we do we is it push push the ear and the nose at the same time i can't remember i can't remember how did you come to be traveling narangi well, Misha crashed into my bedroom door, and then we started talking about mm. things, and then Misha started leaving and packing my things, and I just came along. Oh, I see. Why, 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 what are you, uh, how far are you going? What are you hoping to see? I guess the world, all the things Misha said would be very good to see. I don't know. I was just in mm. my room, just being me. And I would say, I want this, and it would show up. And then when I was done, I'd say, I'm done. And then it's gone. And I don't have that anymore. And I, I actually don't know what I want. Oh. Well, you you know that you don't know. I guess that's the place where you can start to figure out what it is you actually want. Because you know that you don't know what it is, so it could be anything. And that means you get to try whatever you want. And if it works out, great. And if it doesn't, well, then you've learned something. I guess that means I have to learn to do things for myself. Hmm. Like yesterday. It turns out I have to drink water. <laughs> and I have to clean my face, and I don't eat napkins. Well, I mean, not to clean anyway. <laughs> Is there a time where you do eat napkins? I don't know. Maybe if they're delicious napkins. <laughs> General, generally not, but you know, the world is a strange place. I once, you know, I I once knew someone who who would would freeze water and eat it. Why would you freeze water? It's crunchier that way. So what happens if I eat water and I don't drink it? Mostly the same thing, I would think. But I'm eating it, not drinking it. What's the difference between eating and drinking? And I turn to Dinsel at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I mean... There's not much of a difference as long as you're getting it, but typically it's easier to consume water than eating the frozen water because you have to take the time to get it frozen and then have to eat it before it melts. You eat it like a soup. That's called drinking the water. But you don't drink soup, you eat it. <laughs> Philosophical. <laughs> Stunned silence from Tinsel. Just, just a glare. <laughs> a silent glare. <laughs> So everyone was describing their death masks masks. It's it's a it's a scary ghost masquerade where you whisper your fears to people and Ew. dance and things. Mm. So 
Tinsel, what mask do you pick out? Yeah, the the death the death masquerade. The Deathgrade, is that what you called it? Deskerade, yeah. Deskerade. Um, mask. Tinsel would pick up. It'd probably be like something probably white and glittery. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. uh almost like has like a um like a lacy sort of pattern to it. Mm-hmm. Something something a little fancier, a little more avant-garde. Just because it's something they don't get to see too much and it's like something they kinda enjoy. And <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, Oh, I get to feel cute and pretty with this like nice little mask i'm gonna do it nice <laughs> well the crocodile at the mask booth looks at all of you and goes well i i think that perhaps the guest of honor might be arriving soon uh so if you all want to head towards the dance floor i'm already heading there <laughs> mask on existential conversation Done. Dancing now. <laughs> and go. <laughs> yeah. To the math. To, to the math. I was going to say to the math floor. I was like, no, to the dance floor. That's <laughs> Ringing the dance floor are a number of little torches, like waist high little flames, trails of smoke coming up, entangling in the sky. The dance floor has that weird pattern of chairs. And as you approach it, you start to refocus your eyes a little bit to all of this. The carnival is bright, but this area is starting to get pretty bright, even even for night. And you see in and on and around and under some of the chairs are little ghosts and little gods of this place dancing around along the chairs and and with the the crocodile carnival workers and, and, and the various patrons and things. In one corner is a little. Uh, are all of you familiar with the Zydeco style of music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 from New Orleans, and it's got a lot of like accordion and it's very like upbeat and oh, dancey. Like the French quarters, yeah, of yeah. So okay, I, yeah. I've I think there's that. like a crocodile Zydeco band with a guy on a on some drums, fun crocodile crooner singing along to their accordion. Another one with a big guitar plotting away a bass line who knows what music they'll put in the background of this maybe there's public domain zydeco that would be neat hey everyone it's tracy your editor uh there's really not much public domain zydeco music like i couldn't really find any so this is as close as we're gonna get we'll see as everybody's dancing along to the upbeat tunes so where do you all find yourself on the dance floor? Do you sort of stay more towards the edge by the curling smoke of the torches? Do you go in towards the chairs, dance with the ghosts? Do you dance with the patrons or each other? Or... Let's start with uh, Naragi. Where do, you, where do you find yourself? I kind of catwalk to the middle. Nice. Do you like beeline towards the ghosts or what? Yeah. Especially if I see my kitten friends over there, just gonna head there and start doing, you know, like when 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 you see cats like playing with catnip or like bubbles, kind of doing this weird mm-hmm. paw grabby. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the paws are up, sort of batting at nothing in the air. Yeah. Yeah. You quickly notice that as you're dancing around and, and moving with bubbles and your other little kitten friends, that the chair seems to be there to stop you from walking directly through the ghosts as you're dancing <laughs> but you're all friends uh so bubbles is like yeah no let's let's like move around and through each other and stuff so 
can sort of branch off a little bit more from, from the safety of the chair. You cuddle buddies. If you, if you can't dance with a cuddle buddy. buddy, who can you dance with? Where's Tinsel find themselves? I think Tinsel um, is off on the edge, you know, looking on, watching, you know, has like look married like they want to dance, but like they're too shy to really ask anybody or don't really know anybody. So they'll just like little, little tap a foot to the music and like bob mm -hmm. their head. But that, that's it for them. They're just just being a shy little bean off to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I think as you're like off in the corner, you notice that one of the crowds is sort of like parting a little bit and has like coming towards you as somebody with a big mask, like like four feet tall feathers shimmering off of this mask as bouncing towards you is something that you think you might recognize. It's hard to tell with the mask, though. It is, yeah. Yeah. And the crocodiles and the Zydeco band on a, a trombone blares a, a fanfare as this person comes in and goes, the guest of honor has arrived! And begins to just sort of like walk straight to the dance floor like they're about to walk directly through you. I'm going to quickly like step out of the way just <laughs> and just be like, oh, oh. Excuse me, sorry. Oh, you're very well excused. And just sort of like give you a little like light, like thanking touch on your shoulder as they move past you and start doing this very extravagant dance. Your old moth tender friend, what uh, sort of kith were they? Did we decide that earlier? Sorry. When we were talking about them? There's a squeaky toy happening. I didn't know if you heard that or not. I did hear it, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oops, squeaky toy. <laughs> I want to say that they are what? sort of like out there, like sort of like fun. I'm going to say, oh, they were a skunk. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so just this gorgeous skunk with little bows tied along all along the fur wearing uh, a long tail coat. The tails part right at the base of their big, long, uh, voluminous tail that plumes behind them like a peacock. And they are just dancing this entrancing and beautiful, almost delicate dance. But it's quick and it's, and it's, and it's fast. It's very upbeat still, even with the light foot touches and the sweeping gestures you're pretty sure that you've met this person yeah and i think th while watching them you know and transfer their dances but also like you're like when you're watching a movie and you see some an actor and you're like who is this actor where have i seen them like uh -huh. i think that excuse you <laughs> sorry the moment right before you realize that actor is gary oldman <laughs> Gary Skunkman. It's Gary Skunkman. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's the look that uh, Tinsel has. They're just trying to place who, who, who. Reina, por favor, tamate. Reina's dancing. Yeah, she's trying to get at something. Okay, I'm gonna make myself. All right. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> new dog problems. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
And now Morgan attempts to keep the dog out of the recycling. We cannot hear. However, the people who are playing with Morgan can see. And now... <laughs> okay. I do, I do that to my dog all the time. Just let him know. Well, I'm, I'm watching you. I'm watching. <laughs> oh, um, no. But yeah, she's. Re- uh, they're basically just like watching the whole time. They're like, who are you? You look... Did you give them a name? Yeah, you want me to give them a name? Uh, how about you give them a name? Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Toffee. Toffee. Nice. Yeah. Toffee the skunk. Toffee the skunk, yeah. <laughs> and they're just gonna like yeah, just stand there and watch and just wait, because they're in the middle of a dance. I don't wanna interrupt that. Hello heroes and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, this week I would like to let you know that I am running a little sale on some of my games. You know, stuff happens, and sometimes you fall short of a a little bit of the money that you need, and so that's what this sale is for. Unexpected bills call for an unexpected bundle. So I've got nine of my games. You can get all nine of them uh, for $15, and they're all games where unexpected things happen. You get titles like Arm, titles like It Came to Town That Night, Muscle Wizard Gets the Job Done, and also... Maybe ironically enough, a game I wrote called One Shot. So if you head to bit.ly slash unexpected bundle, you'll find the whole thing there. It's running till the end of the month. If you can chip in some money, that'd be awesome. If not, no worries. Just wanted to bring it to y'all's attention. As well, have you picked up one of James's books yet? You really should. James has written an amazing series of books from Simon and Schuster, including the Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide the Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide, and the Ultimate RPG Character Backstory Guide. In addition, he edited the Ultimate Micro RPG book, which has 40 easy quick start games. They're all fantastic titles, and the link in the show notes will take you to his page so you can buy one of them. They make great gifts. They're great to read on their own. You really should pick them up. James has done some stellar, stellar work with these titles, and I really hope that you grab one and you get something rewarding out of it. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Let's see where the, our other two uh, traveling companions have found themselves while Toffee is still dancing. Ripple, where do you find yourself on the dance floor? I'm afraid of dying alone and forgotten. I'm afraid of never figuring out what I actually want to do with my life and wasting it doing nothing or doing things that were unimportant. And Grimble is just kind of like, like slowly, but, but meanderingly and ponderously kind of dancing around, you know, like a kind of just swaying back and forth, gesturing with his cane and every now and then just kind of adding in, I'm, I'm afraid that, that I'll all too, too easily lose sight of the people who are my real friends. And I'll never see them again, even though I say, yes, let's meet up again sometime soon. I think as you're whispering, a lot of people are are, are sort of re- returning the gesture, basically. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're getting a lot of whispered fears back in response. Like, I'm afraid of the deep, dark ocean. What's down there? There could be all sorts of things. There could be spiders. And another person is like, I'm I'm afraid that I'm not doing a good job. I, 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 I try and do my best, but, but it's, it's, you know, it's hard work working at a carnival. Is there anything that you do in particular in response to this sort of exchange of fear that you just sort of keep 
keep going and 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 moving with the flow. I uh, Grimble kind of acknowledges the, the 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 fears that are shared, and you know takes a moment to to imagine to taste the fear that each of these people is suggesting, so to speak, mm-hmm. like kind of getting lost in the moment of of you know really seeing the deep dark ocean and the the giant things that swarm beneath and having just a taste of thalassophobia for a moment and then then uh moving moving along to to being worried about like the the whether or not you're doing a good enough job and the nervousness you get when your boss says hey i need to talk to you for like just a minute whenever you got whenever you got five and that that, right just the casual you know it's it's, it's, a, it's it's a text. It's a text that says, "I need to talk to you in five minutes." That ends with a period, you know, oh, kind God. of right, like that kind of that kind of fear. And I I think Grimble kind of comes away with a bouquet of new experiences. I don't think he takes them on, you know, past this dance, but but kind of gives gives and receives in kind. Nice. And uh, Nisha, where do you find yourself? Yeah, uh, Nisha is mostly hopping around around the perimeter of the dance floor. They don't really feel the need to go right into the middle of the action, but they they kind of like being around it. So they're just doing like little wiggles that look almost like they're shaking off, <laughs> like they were shaking off the chalk dust earlier. But they're just kind of doing it a little more rhythmically to the music. But they have let out the many-faced god that they usually have with them wisp yeah their wisp to go and they've like pushed their firefly and the god out onto the dance floor and the uh, ability that the many-faced god has is to change dramatically and become something new Mm. so i believe the wisp is kind of just shape-shifting along with the firefly out on the dance floor like the two of them also aren't too far into the center they're a little off to the side but just kind of are having like a little back and forth between the two of them where the many-faced god will shift into a different form kind of taking parts of what they're what's around them like the and the kids that are around them and just kind of circling around the firefly a little bit and he's yeah. just like like a proud parent on the side just like yeah <laughs> go my little my little children <laughs> yeah i think i think wisp of the many-faced god is not necessarily like moving but by shifting in between forms that's mm-hmm. like how they're dancing like flowing yeah from like one form to another your firefly you know is is into it but but is is a practical sort but even practical people gotta let loose once in a while mm-hmm. they're a little mask on <laughs> oh yeah they do so i guess Wisp is probably like shape-shifting masks onto themselves as well. And like in all sorts of weird places, like a mask on their arm, a mask on their Mm -hmm. foot, a mask on their butt, like all sorts of weird, weird mask placement. Yeah. Yeah. So all of you are dancing or or looking proudly or exchanging fears or recognizing an old person. Then there's sort of a lull in the music as it gets a little bit quieter. Toffee uh, pipes up goes now uh, i know we are all here for fun and fabulous entertainment but uh, it's also important to remember 
that some of us are alive and some of us are dead. Toffee speaks in a, in a regal tone, looking over the crowd. Also, how funny that is. Isn't it pretty funny? Uh, and everyone sort of looks a little confused. Uh, yes, uh, you know, there's, there's humor in it. Your arm can go through a wall. My arm can't. That's funny. Right, right. Toffee's sort of looking expectantly as some people in the crowd start to chuckle a little. <laughs> How do you all respond? Nisha is, is cracking up. <laughs> she's like, this is an amazing, incredible joke. So she's just like, <laughs> just like a lone person in the background, just yeah. laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah. Toffee definitely sort of like points it's like she gets it (laughs) it is funny like that yes i i see the humor in it says says grimble excitedly but not laughing (laughs) thanks anybody else like my joke all right oh hey what is a joke what what's a joke what's a joke oh my dear life hat yes Life and death are jokes. Danger and pleasure are jokes. Everything is a joke if you if you want it to be. And uh, are you a joke then? <laughs> and I say this with no sense of malice in my face. It's like absolutely toffee. Like brushes at their like waistcoat under their like regal jacket. Uh, I am most assuredly a jape. Not really a joke. I'm I'm fun, but you're supposed to laugh with me, you know. What's a jape? It's like a jest, but but a little more knavish. Yes, thank you. What's a knave? And I will continue every time a new word is introduced. I will continue to ask, what's that? <laughs> Toffee's starting to get a little more more like annoyed. Does this cat belong to anyone? <laughs> is there a guardian a parent a, a, a boyfriend a girlfriend i don't know <laughs> I, i'm actually worried that my parents don't care i'm gone because they haven't gone looking for me oh i didn't whisper it sorry i'm afraid that my parents are not looking for me because they haven't found me yet and maybe they don't love me bummer toffee is a little sort of stunned looking around <laughs> Well, uh, uh, back to dancing. <laughs> and, uh, they like sort of mosey off towards a corner and like put put their hands oh, on their knees. Glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's just like wow. <laughs> just a long exhale. <gasps> I think during the interaction, I think, uh, you know, that it's on the tip of your tongue sort of thing. So you're like just yeah. grinding the gears, trying to figure out like who this person is. Uh, that's where that's why Tinsel didn't up, like perk chipping and all that because they're like, ah, oh, I, can, I can see it. I can see them. What is her yeah. name? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you did you like get that epiphany? Figure it out. Yeah, I think once they turn around, I think I think Tinsel's like, aha. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, my God, we used to work together so long ago. You can see them whispering something a little slightly. Perhaps they need to get a little bit of a fear out as they're uh, just sort of walking away from the dance floor towards like a, a booth with a bunch of uh, snow cones. I think Tense is going to start like making their way over, scooting over. And they're like, um, excuse me? Oh, uh, yes. 
You're Toppy, correct? Well, no one really calls me that anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. But most people use my full name, Toffee the Magnificent. And the skunk gives a big smile. <laughs> we used to work together back oh! years ago. Moth tending. Wait. And they're going to like point at their badge and like brush it off a little bit. Uh, I'm going to say Tingle. Close. Tinsel. Tinsel. Yeah. 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 Gosh, it's been so long. I'm, I was... I always knew you were one for the spotlight, and here you are. Like it's exciting. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been bouncing around in these in these parts for a little bit. You know, m- m- mostly I, I haven't really been doing the mail thing. I, I climb on top of towers and I yell at people, "What's going on?" And it's it seems to be going pretty well. You know, I've I've, I've garnered a bit of a you know uh, uh, an audience. Uh, uh, so, some might say that that I'm really have having a uh, an influence upon this community. <gasps> I'm an oh. influencer. Oh, that's so good. I'm proud of you. That's, that's, oh, thank that's amazing. You. Yeah. 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 How about yourself? Have you gone off to be a wild success or are you still a male person? I'm I'm a wildly successful moth tender. Oh, nice. Yeah. How how are the moths doing? They're great. They're good. Um cool. packages are being delivered. I'm seeing more nice. of the world. Yeah, it's it's Fabulous. been it's been lovely. And um uh, it's been really really good to to be here yeah yeah nice well it was it was good catching up yeah i'm gonna let you keep doing your thing i just wanted to say hi yeah yeah of course all right and then she's just gonna like do a little wave and like awkwardly back up and back away (laughs) like grimble is like yeah i think you you bump into grimble he's just whispering i'm afraid of telling the server you too when they say to enjoy my meal and I'm afraid of bees. I think that's when Tinsel's like, oh, I'm afraid of being forgotten on my travels. Mm. That one's pretty good. Yeah. But the bees, bees are serious business. I'm not even allergic. I'm not worried about them stinging. I, I'm just afraid of them. You don't know what they're up to. What are bees? Oh, you've the the... The little insects that pollinate flowers, the yellow and black ones. Some of the big ones pull carriages. That too. Uh, please tell me you haven't eaten one. I haven't eaten one. Narrowing <laughs> <laughs> of eyes from tinsel. <laughs> There's a lot of that this episode, apparently. <laughs> it's like, please tell me you haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I mean, you did. You did ask. I did. I did ask like that. Very politely. Nisha was coming over, and there was a bee companion with her. And when she hears what Grimple says, she pushes them away. And <laughs> 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 just comes over by herself. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, they're 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 green, and they taste mushy, right? Mm. Yes, except they're yellow and black, and they make honey. I've only had green ones, and they were usually very mushy. It sounds like you're talking about green beans. <laughs> you know, it's like you have it, you have it, mm-hmm. like with a meal as a mm-hmm. side, and sometimes they're nice and round and little, and sometimes they're just absolutely mashed. Yeah. 
and they're you gotta green. get the fresh ones. That's the those are the green ones. <laughs> you don't. Some people can them, and I think they lose a lot of their flavor and qualities. You can only really taste the brine, the salt. Uh, I don't know how canning works. What's a brine? You know, I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that someone who gets who who wears a white dress and then shows up in a special that's event? A, that's a bride, and only sometimes, oh. or 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 a ghost. Mm-hmm. So is Bubbles a bride? Well, you'd have to ask Bubbles. Bubbles, are you a bride? No, I'm a cat. Uh, there you go. Bubbles is a cat. <laughs> Bubbles nods knowingly. <laughs> he shows like it. it they're often confused. <laughs> she just wants to be a part of this conversation. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> I think I think Tinsel's very aware of what's going on, but is also just like, why? Why? You know, yes. feel, like I wish I wasn't aware. <laughs> I feel so much better having having said my fears out loud. How about the rest of you? I I, I don't know about you, but I feel lighter. I'm unburdened by them. I want my mommy. Do you want to swing by and visit home, maybe, and see? I don't know where home is. Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. And going to like quickly just like start like hugging and like. Bubbles helps. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Bubbles. Yeah, and 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 I kind of like do a little sniffle hiccup occasionally. I like prowling, but my parents haven't come looking for me. Well, if Nisha knows where your home is, I mean, even if you, even if we don't go back there, you could always send a moth. Isn't that right, Tinsel? I can send a moth? Yeah, a letter. Yeah, we can send a letter. How do I send a letter? Do you know how to, mm, I'm going to answer this probably for myself. Do you know how to write? (laughs) And I lift my right paw. You know how to left. <laughs> and I lift my left paw. I'll tell you what. Why don't you? Why don't you say what you'd like to say to your parents, and I'll transcribe it. Oh yeah, I could also do that too. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. And I think with that, like Tinsel will pull out like a little piece of paper and like has a little quill and is ready. It's like, what do you want to tell your mom? I love you, dear mom. I love you. You said to go into this windy passage, and we haven't spoken since then. I finally got out of the windy passage, but I still haven't heard from you. I'm not in my room anymore. Maybe maybe put a little (laughs) bit about how we're traveling. Oh yeah, I'm traveling with Tinsel, Nisha, Grimble. And while... I'm adding a bit more of describing who we are and what we do, <laughs> just so <laughs> <mom> is aware. <laughs> I'm like adding editor's notes, like in it. <laughs> like another little red pen. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Oh, wait, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you try and sign it then, Naragi? What's a sign? How would you like to let them know you're done? Besides saying I'm done, I'm done. What do you What do you say to your mom before you go to bed? I'm done. Eh, yeah, I mean, you know that might be the way to end it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Period. And then I'm gonna write Narangi and be like, 
Hey, Naragi, do you want to hold this real quick? And um, I want you to just try to scribble right here, just in this little area. Okay, and there's like claw marks. <laughs> With the pit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the little part of the, the sheet just like torn a little bit. <laughs> it's got a little... <laughs> yeah, it's got a little yeah. fringe. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, okay. And then, like, yeah, so Tinsel's going to quickly, fold, like, wait for the ink to dry and then fold it up and, like, tie it with a little bit of thread. And right on the back, lean over to Nisha, like, where am I sending this? No. Uh, here. And then she, like, she has to use a stick to, like, draw a map. And she's like, okay, wait, went left here. And it's, like, reverse engineering a pathway. And she's like, oh, this palace. Uh, That's surrounded by a labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's like, yeah, it looks kind of strange, but I think that's just because of, of my aerial view of the place. And is like drawing it out and writes down uh, the name of the palace and like the woods that were near it. Uh, it's just like an approximation of where it was. The palace by the woods. Mm -hmm. And like, since we'll put that on the back of the thing. And then, like, try to get a moth. Because packages they can't carry. Letters they can. And so we'll, we'll get, like, a big lunar moth uh, to, to fly down because it's their times. Mm -hmm. And just be like, can you pass this on, please? The moth nods and picks up the package to take it to another moth tender to carry it to the final destination. Yeah. There you go. Now your mom will have it soon. And I, I, I left notes in there to let her know if she wants to send letters back to you how to reach us. Okay. It's been and starts counting on my paws and I count basically almost all the way up to my like nine years since I last heard from her. Oh, that reminds me, Nisha. Yes. Happy birthday. Since oh. you died and came back to life, you <laughs> you must have been born. That sounds that sounds correct. I like that. I do like birthdays, and I have been needing a new one. One of the crocodile kind of remembers goes, did I just hear birthday? You did! <laughs> and a bunch of crocodiles all come out and start doing a choreographed song and dance birthday routine. Like you might get it like a, like a chain yeah. restaurant. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. You were born and now you're alive. Eventually you'll die again. Eventually you'll die again. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> you. Yay. Yeah, yeah I was doing jazz this. hands. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through, Nisha joined in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is there like a little birthday funnel cake with a candle on it? Yes, got a one on it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, wow, I'm so young again. This is great. <laughs> I think the birthday funnel cake um, uh, is like three funnel cakes stacked on top of each other. One is uh, a layer of chocolate. Another one is a layer of like raspberries and blueberries. And so then dusted all around it is the powdered sugar. This gives it enough sort of form and, and structure for them to stick this novelty birthday one candle in and a, a ghost floats it over to you. Do you blow out the candle? Um, uh, she actually, she pulls her book of rituals out again mm -hmm. and like says something just to herself and the light goes out and it goes into her firefly. <laughs> Neat. She's like, Perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. And puts it back. All right, yeah. And so I think 
that ghost that brought over the birthday funnel cake sets it down. The Celia comes over and starts cutting up slices of it to share with everybody. As you all start to have a fun little birthday party, next to you is, is this rustling, bustling desquerade. You've all got fun masks, and some people even start to put the masks on top of their head like a birthday hat. Surrounding you are the swirling lights floating up from the cairns of the graveyard, out and up into the moonlight. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's Wander Home. Yay! Oh, cute! Oh, so cute. So, can everybody just tell the listeners one more time who you are? Include, you know, all your all your social medias, what, what you got to plug, anything like that. Let's start with Morgan. Hey, again, I'm Morgan. I just play Tinseled. I go by they, she pronouns. You can find me all over the internet at Sirena Bezos. That's S-I-R-E-N-A-B-S-O-S. I'm a tabletop RPG content creator with actual plays, podcast. I write. My most current project is currently writing kids on kids and capes with uh, it's going to be a kids on bikes, the kids on series, the newer one. And yeah, just follow me on Twitter. It's easier to f- keep up with what I'm doing there. Thank you. All right, Miriam. Yeah, hi everyone. I'm Miriam. I use they them pronouns. I uh, I am a TTRPG content creator, podcaster, streamer. Uh, you can find me usually lurking around Utopia as well as their Super Geek and uh, multiple places. Uh, but on Twitter, you can find me at media underscore junkie. And I played Narangi, who is a little chaos bean toddler, old cat, who... Yep, that's me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Real. Hello, everyone. I'm Rue, pronouns are she, her, and I've been Nisha. You can find me on the internet on Twitter at Cherry Drop. It's all one word. I do stream production, write and design for games. And my most recent game you can find on my itch page. That's rue7.itch.io. It's called Kick Garlic. About the mechanics are going around on a walk and you kick rocks while you are telling the story of being a vampire. JR, tell the people. Hey, I'm JR. Once again, he, him. Uh, you can find me online. I write tabletop news for Bell of Lost Souls. You can also find my writing everywhere. Put, I'll just open up a, uh, a role-playing game that is specifically one of the ones I've worked on, like Level Up or uh, <laughs> Role Player's Guide to Heists or Sl- the, the Slayer's Almanac, and you'll find me there making it weird and wild and wonderful. I do uh, podcasting and streaming as well. You can find me on All Nerds here. You can look for Response Team Omnicron, a Lancer podcast. And that's 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 where you find me online. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you like at J-R-R-M-U-N-G-A-N-D-R. I never had to say it out loud. I made it before I even thought that I would. You know, back when it's just like, oh, screen names. This sounds cool. So that's that's that. That's me. Nice. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And and I'm Adira Slattery, she, her. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adira Slattery. You can get my games at adira.itch.io. And I make weird, queer shit. And I've really fucking enjoyed this. Hell yeah. Woo. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. Above All Else by Wild Wonder. Jester's Ball by Cast of Characters. Road Trip by Adrian Walther. And Carefree Weekend 
by Andy Allison. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with another repeat series. Again, new cast, new characters, but we are reprising Sleepaway, also by Possum Creek Games. This one I had to pull together real fast because some other scheduling stuff happened, and I, to be honest, I could not be happier with how this game turned out. I really cannot wait for you to hear this. Heroes, as always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week's call to action is a simple and straightforward one. Check your voter registration and make sure you are registered to vote. There are primaries coming up in just a couple weeks, so make sure you know your polling place, your polling time, vote early if you can, and let's make sure that the things we care about are represented in not just our local elections, but also at a state and federal level. It is increasingly difficult to get registered to vote in some places. There are places where voter rolls are being purged. So do your due diligence, double check that you are registered, and make sure that you are able to vote in these coming primaries and in your local elections. Thanks, heroes. And if you enjoyed this show, you should check out some of the other shows in the One Shot Podcast Network. Shows like Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Brian Bolter create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from the games industry. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take time to reflect on the game, its design, and what the guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great session zero every week. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.
In the universe of Star Wall Odyssey, space is made out of the collective imaginations of all the thinking beings who live on various planets. These worlds are connected to each other through imagination. Common themes and ideas are strings between universes. And to get between them, people fly wooden ships that look like animals, which are powered by emotions. Also, people communicate with each other by contemplating orbs. The only way you can take pictures is getting stared at by a big psychic bug. And people have already declared victory in a war over the very concept of evil. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Star Wall Odyssey follows the adventures of the hapless inhabitants of the Lucky Finn Tenement Building, who suddenly find that their apartment is actually a spaceship, and that they're lost in a sea of boundless imagination. It's an actual play starring me, James D'Amato, Mel D'Amato, Ali Grauer, and Drew Merzieski, as we playtest the No Kings system, which will hopefully one day be the Skyjacks role-playing system. It toes the line between weird and wonderful slice of life and high-flying space fantasy. You can sample the first five episodes by searching for Star Wall Odyssey on your favorite podcast app, or get the whole thing by heading to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and signing up for $5 a month or more.